0: God is saying that war is coming to the nations. He says, I am a man of war. War is coming to the nations. He says a sword of separation. And that sword is going to separate the sheep from the goats. And it's going to happen on two levels. There is such a thing as a sheep nation. In in a sheep nation... The majority of people are sheep. In a sheep nation, my word is generally known. There is such a thing as generally knowing the word of God. People generally know that there is God. People generally know that that God is first. And if you were to take the entire nation, Selphur, if you were to take the whole nation and put the nation into a basket or into scales and balance that nation, you would find that you can reach a general approximation of righteousness in that nation, that the people are a church-going people, that the people are a God-loving people, that a people are a God-understanding people. It doesn't mean that the entire nation is perfect. It means that as an aggregate, as a whole, when you weigh the nation, God is saying, They meet my criteria for righteousness. Because God's criteria, you can easily find it in the story of Lot. When God said that he would... Um, he would destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Sodom and Gomorrah was what we definitely call a goat nation. How so? Almost everyone in the nation was the opposite of a sheep nation. Almost everyone in the nation doesn't care for God's laws. Almost everyone in the nation is not practicing what God loves. Everyone in the nation is following his own way He's giving in to his own physical urges. Every time he has an urge, no matter how uh, um, satanic, no matter how unrighteous that urge is, he just goes ahead and does it. So one of the key characteristics of a goat nation is freedom. Wherever you find a goat nation, you will find that the God of freedom is ruling over that nation. That is how nations become goats. Goats. They begin to worship freedom. They begin to fight for freedom. They begin to say, I need freedom to do this, and I'm feeling oppressed. I need freedom to do that, and I'm feeling oppressed. I need my freedom. And so every time they raise the flag of freedom higher, because serving God does not give you freedom to do everything, serving God gives you freedom to walk in God's ways and do things God's way. So in Christ, there is freedom, but it is a measured freedom. Why? Because if God were to give total freedom to man, we would destroy ourselves. And this is what you always see in a goat nation. Freedom is demanded until the nation becomes reprobate. You cannot say that a nation like Japan is a reprobate nation. Why? Because Japan never tasted salvation. I think the country has 0.01 salvation rate. That is like three grandmothers. So a goat nation, they are still a goat nation, but they are a goat nation that has never known God. But a reprobate has tasted the things of God. The reprobate has sat at the table of communion with Christ Jesus and sat at the physical communion table, has gone to mass or whatever passes for church and then decides that freedom is being limited in this area and this area and this area until eventually God is saying that the goats will fall away. The goats will certainly be judged. So that's the first layer of goat is a nation, a sheep nation following the ways of God in aggregate or a goat nation fallen away from the ways of god and god says that australia which used to be a sheep nation is now a goat nation but god says he will restore australia and he will renew her because he will punish her and there were prophecies to that effect he says that australia is a goat but she can be made a sheep again. She is not utterly lost. The second layer that I am seeing, the second layer that I am hearing, understanding is where it's an individual level. This sword that is coming is going to judge sheep and goats. He says so closely that I will judge you and your husband. Wow. It is going to be a level of judgment that is so near that the sword will cut between a man and his wife. The man with the sheep, the wife with the goats. The man with the goats, the wife with the sheep. Imagine this, an individual level of judgment, sheep and goat. And God says, you cannot fool me. I am all discerning. I am all-knowing. I know the hearts of men. Tremble before me, for I am God alone. And that is why I saw this blood flowing. War is certainly coming. He says the war is judgment on the nations. I will scatter you. You will leave your homes. You will be on the run. In a war you cannot, he says you cannot sit tight. The Lord says, ask your friends. You who are in America, you know people who lived through war. Ask your friends what war is like. Ask them if they sat in their homes and they will look at you and tell you, why do you think I live here? I ran from the war. War is coming. War scatters you from the home. War scatters your provisions. War scatters your escape plan. Because war is unexpected and devastating and sharp. War is an experience of sharp realities, realities that you do not understand America, though you are a war-faring nation of old. The Babylonians, they went here and there, destroying civilizations. Yet how devastating at last when Babylon was destroyed. And so it will be with you. You have gone here and there, taken your journey to the left and to the right. Your footprints cover this earth. America. When I look down, I see all the journeys that you have taken. I see the spoils of war. I hear the shouts of battle, and I hear the tears of those who you have defeated. Your footprints are before me, and this is how your footprints will scatter across the nations. You will run. You will leave your comfortable What is this word? Your comfortable stockpiles. You will leave your comfortable stockpiles behind. You will run and scatter on the hills. You will scatter on the valleys. You will scatter to the four corners for you are a scatterer. You have scattered the nations and you shall be scattered. And this is this is just um, this is just what I'm seeing. I'm just seeing that. And I'm seeing as I'm speaking that people are so depressed. That's the thing. I see everybody and their head is hanging down and they're all sad, as if it is me that has come to make the heart heavy. I bring a word of the Lord. How can a man speak to you when you think that the words of that man, can fulfill themselves if the man speaks of himself can a man's words happen without cause if they be the words of a man then they must fall to the ground for no man can do the things i the lord say but if it be i the lord that speak then surely you will see these things with your eyes you will see all the seals of revelation broken the horses will ride across the nations the white horse the red the black and the pale They will each take their portion. They have been promised their portion. This is scripture. Scripture cannot be broken. Each of those horses, they will take their share. They will take their portion from the nations. And there will be orphans. And there will be widows. And there will be weeping. And gnashing of teeth. And grief and sorrow. But in the midst of all that, I tell you, joy, celebration, laughter, brotherhood, forgiveness. I see people hugging. Just hugging. Happy to find their brother in another city. Happy to hear that their mother survived something. She survived in that place where she was. Someone is going to bring her. We're going to be with mom. People will have reasons to celebrate even in the midst of all this, all this heaviness. They will have reason to rejoice. The Lord says, rejoice, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice, lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors and let the king of glory come in. That's who I am. Jesus is so majestic. Jesus is so... When Jesus is walking, nobody disrespects him in heaven. Not a single person. They just bow, bow, bow. It's just knees bowing, 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 bowing before the king of glory. And on earth, a human being That could get hit by a bus will say, There is no God. It is such a dichotomy that I'm seeing. There is no question about his Lord, his lordship above and in the earth, only darkness like a flaw, like a fog. And I just hear men of no understanding, men of no understanding. That is just us, people of no understanding, always talking, always reading and never coming to to knowledge, always learning and cannot retain simple basic truths in our mind, always wanting to debate the fundamental phrase that keeps all things in place, Jesus Christ is Lord. If you were to grasp this, all the parts of your life would fall into place, but you cannot see and you cannot hear. You have been blinded for the time of your judgment. You have been made deaf that the sword might come upon you for your deeds, O oh Babylon, are great. This is why you do not see me in my battle robe taking up my stance against you. You do not perceive me, though I come upon you swiftly. I ride on the wings of the wind. You do not hear my approach. I am upon you, and yet you do not see. What is to be done with you? What is to be done with what is so diseased and what is so sick? What is to be done with you? but to cast the hole into the fire. People will rejoice. People will be happy here. People will be happy because they got their tickets. I see people so happy that their tickets came through. They're just going to pack up and leave. Every, every nationality, naturalized people who have been here they will just detach, click like the opening of a seatbelt and exit there's a scripture it says um, make this city the cauldron and these people the meat make this city the cauldron and these people the meat This is in Ezekiel somewhere. I think it is Ezekiel 11. And the princes of that nation, they were saying, oh, we will be protected. Because you see, our nation is like a big pot. Our nation is like a big iron pot. And we are the meat inside that pot. And just how you can't pierce an iron pot to get the meat, so we are safe within the walls of the nation. And the way God answered them through Ezekiel was just to say, you are so dull for you do not know that you are the meat in an iron pot and you will be cooked inside that pot. It is a terrible thing when we read the scriptures and we do not understand what we are reading. It is just, it is devastating to read and to not understand. Let us bring it. Let us bring it to an end here. Let us bring it to an end here and, and and return to the prayers. I have come back to bring this message to those of you who are righteous. This message is simply to the righteous. God says if you are righteous, you know. If you don't know, you will soon know by the changes that you will make in your life. But the message God says to give you is that you will indeed be happy. He says that he is joy. I, the Lord, am joy. I am peace. I am love. I am hope. I am these things bodily. They are not emotions for me. They are what I am. And I will give you all these things in the midst of your calamity that I say to you, you will not feel the pain of what is happening around you. God says that you will be desensitized. Desensitized is normally a bad word. It means somebody who is uncaring, somebody who is aloof and who isn't tuned in to empathize with a situation. But God says that he's going to be a shot of Novocaine to you. Some of you, he says, you've already lost your parents in the recent drama that has happened. So he said some of you, you have already had to go through... um, preliminary pains you have lost loved ones but he says i promise you from here on out i will be your novocaine i will numb the spot if you lose anything if anything is taken from you i will numb the spot you will not feel the pain as you should i will see to it i will take care of you You worry about food. You worry about shelter. You worry about money. You worry about your health. You do everything except bringing these needs to me in a list, one by one. Make your list and bring it to the prayer place. I said, by petition, supplication, thanksgiving. Bring your list to me. I will care for you. As a man cares for a newborn lamb, I will deal gently with you. Single fathers, I know what you are going through. I am a father. Come to me. I will show you how to raise those children. Single mothers, come to me. I will show you how to raise those children. I will provide for you. I will cover your household. I will be a canopy over you. Was I not a canopy over Israel as they went into the wilderness? Was I not the cloud above them by day that the heat would not affect them? Did I not form fire by night to keep them warm in freezing desert Temperatures. Do you understand what was happening in the book when you read my word, or is it a dead story to you? They were real people, and I cared for them until they went to their stubborn graves. And I can care for you just the same, but you must have faith. This is a time of separation. Sheep to the right goats to the left by nation and by individual, you shall be separated a man and his wife, a sheep and a goat in the same house. Sheep to mercy, goat to the ICU and never to come home again. Take heed to your life. My people stop reading the word in a confused fashion. Pay attention to what is on the page and begin to grind it between your teeth so that it can release the taste that you need. I said, taste and see that the Lord is good. You must grind the word between your teeth so that it releases the taste of me. The wife will stay home and be fine. The husband will go to the ICU and not come home. Cheap judgment to inherit everything in the house goat judgment to the ICU suddenly and will not return home. This is the word of the Lord. If you are a goat, I will take you where the goats go, the place where goats go. They don't come back, but the sheep, they will be under my shelter, cloud by day, fire by night. I am the Lord. I am faithful. Listen, when I'm speaking to you, listen so that you may possess your lives and your children's lives. In peace. That is all. I will overturn the tables of the money changers. I will overturn the tables of the people who are selling salvation for a price. It's not their hard work. It's not the fact that they write books. You have a right to ask a fair price for your work. It's the fact that they have turned salvation into a business. They have turned salvation into a business. TBN is going to close down those those people on that TBN. God says they're going to file for bankruptcy. They're going to file for chapter 13. Over here, it means that you're no longer a viable business, and they're about to put you into conservatorship. Conservatorship means that they have to appoint someone to look over your accounts and they freeze all your bank accounts and then they try to work out a schedule of creditors which means which creditor is more important who's first who's second who's third based on your bills god says they're not liquid at all they are not liquid at all and they're hiding they're hiding those books at TBN which is ridiculous concerning con- considering how much money they have received TBN is going to go broke and it's going to go off the air. And so is this so is this thing called Love World. God says Love World is going to come down off the air because it's not a clean ministry. It is a dirty ministry. The man who is running Love World is involved in the occult. He is an occultist. That's why he wears that white suit. It's part of his covenant. My goodness. He never changes that suit. Love world. Pastor Chris, man, that last name. Oyakilome. Oyakilome. Chris, Pastor Chris O, in the white suit, is an occultist. Lord says that is not a clean ministry it is not a god-led ministry the holy spirit is not moving in that ministry and god says soon that man will run into trouble and the eventuality the eventuality of him running into trouble public issues public scandals concerning his brothers especially that man has brothers and god says his brothers are going to be the reason that the ministry falls He says his brothers cannot stop after the women in the ministry. His brothers cannot stop after, stay away, stay away from or stop going after women in the ministry. And it's scandals that will bring them down. But he is an occultist. That man has a covenant with the dark world. And that covenant says he must wear white. He wears white as part of his entry into that Brotherhood, that African brotherhood that he is in. An occultist, and God says he will take love world off the air. He says it has poisoned enough people. Just like Skoen, Skoen poisoned enough people. Synagogue, church of all nations, the fallen TB Joshua, another occultist, another witch doctor, now laid to rest where many of them are going. T.D. Jakes is going there all the brotherhood, they will fall down right in front of you, right in front of you, some of them dead in the pulpit. Let's turn to Jeremiah chapter 5 and thud, right dead with the cameras rolling in front of the whole congregation. God says some of you, you need the trauma to come out of your stupor You need to see judgment operating live before you will finally believe that I am the Lord and that I give life and I take it away. These ministries are coming off the air. TBN is going down. They're going to close down. You will just see that thing that goes flatline, the same sound that the TV used to make when it goes off for. Olden days programming. TV TBN is coming down. And love world. Pastor Chris O. Oh, oyakilome. Oyakilome. You are an occultist and you think I don't see you. Chris Oyakilome. You think I don't know you. And you think I don't know the works that you do in secret. But I have my eye on you. And at the proper time, I will judge you. You will have no legacy left. You false pastors. Everything that you have built will fall. You will be embarrassed. John Gray, I will expose you. There is more to you than the people know. You have played a good game, but you have come to the end of the line because there is no repentance in you. I will expose you. All the compromising pastors false prophets, stealing money, I will overturn the tables of the money changers. You cannot turn the house of God into a thriving business. The people don't even know what they're there for. They're so distracted by chocolate fountains. A chocolate fountain is something you go and stand in front of and then it produces coffee and latte and macchiato and you name it. All the coffees of the world, they've set up all the chocolate fountains in the churches and people can't wait to get to church because sometimes there's a better breakfast at church than at home. Who doesn't want to go to church to take part of the chocolate fountain and get a bagel? And sit on those cool bean bags and chat with your friends. God says the after party is better than the party. The after party at the churches is better than the party. People go to church because they can't wait to go into these bougie lounges. Celestial, the after party is better than the party. People go to church so they can hang out later. So they can connect with friends. So they can find out what's new in everybody's Christian dating life. A social club. I left many of you years ago. And to your shame, you didn't even notice when I walked out the door. The two pastors who trusted me walked out with me. Two deacons quit in the whole church. Only two deacons said, we can't live with this. It doesn't feel biblical to us anymore. Two deacons on a staff of twelve. Ten stayed behind, goats, two walked out with me, sheep, and they've been in the wilderness ever since, watching and waiting for the day of my judgment. There's so many deacons sitting at home. And I see God doesn't mean actual deacons, just people who can't do it anymore. They're sitting at home and God says, these people celestial, they've been asking me for 30 years. So we left 30 years ago. We were disappointed. We tried a few places. We couldn't find anywhere to fit. We've been at home. We've been doing Bible study 100 years on our own. When are you going to judge these false houses of lucre? Lucre is just an old style Bible word for money, gold coins, God says these people have been pestering him with their prayers. When will you judge the money changers? When will you judge the houses that draw and quarter flesh? Draw and quarter flesh. This just means that you tear the word of God up into pieces that work for you. The pieces that don't work for you, you don't preach those parts. You lay them down. I see the Bible has been torn into sections, torn into sections. And then it's been further torn into little pieces of verses. So it's only little pieces of verses that these pastors preach, many of them. God says that they do not preach the whole counsel of the Lord. I just see somebody taking two or three verses and putting it on one of these, uh, what is this thing? It's a fancy glass pulpit. So just takes two, two or three verses and lays the verses down like verse one and verse two and verse three and then preaches a whole 30 minute sermon based on three verses that may not even have anything to do with each other. But the way he's going to do is, is he's going to fill it with fluff. He's going to fill it with with fluff and then he's going to present those three verses padded up with fluff and the people eat that and then they've only received three verses they do not have the full counsel of the lord and that is why all the people that i'm seeing in this vision they look like straws they look like sticks of spaghetti sitting in the seat undernourished the lord says can't you see them they're starving And they don't even know that they're passing away from hunger for the true word of God. They haven't been fed a meal in a long time. And that is why when you give them a full meal, most of them will regurgitate it. Because that is what happens when you give a starving man a burger. He will vomit it out and he will tell you, are you trying to kill me? That's why they can't receive the full word of God. They hate it. They're not used to it. And they're not willing to build up their emaciated bodies and stop perishing by the lie. God says you love the lie. The lie is going to love you back. You want the lie? He says the lie will carry you to perdition because the son of perdition is coming. And his tongue is anointed with silver and oil. I see a man sticking out his tongue at me. The tongue of this man is silver and then flowing off the tongue. Top of this silver tongue is oil. Snake oil. Imagine a seducer, a charmer, a slick talker. Someone who will make speeches and the entire world will scream, give us more. The beast. Obama. Coming back to make his Speeches that make women and grandmothers cry a second time deadlier than the first time. This is devastating. Money changers will be put out of the houses of worship. Your churches will be closed down. Those big buildings are going to be rented out by other people for other activities. In some of your churches, people are going to play racquetball. I'm not sure what that is. I think it's like tennis. Racquetball. I see people renovating big churches after God has blown them out of the big church. Potter's House, this is your future. Ending up like something, like a racquetball court. T.D. Jakes. (sighs) Joyce Meyer, Creflo Dollar. God says you have had your moment in the sun. You have had your moment in the sun. You grew crops, but you did not finish the work. You did not produce fruit worthy of righteousness. You did not produce fruit worthy of righteousness. All of you are cut off. All of you are cut off. Big houses of worship shut down and the money given to charity or something of that nature. Public scandals in the White House all the way down. Starting in the White House all the way down. You will come down, Joe Biden. You will be brought so low an elderly man, to be as shamed as you shall be. God says, I will shame you. I will expose you. I will tell them all in detail what you did. Witness testimony will come against you. It will be heard in detail what you did. What you like, what you are like. Trump, you will be the same. You will be naked right next to him detailed testimony i said that evidence was coming out evidence that no one is going to argue with this evidence i see it bursting out from under the ground the way when there is a fissure when there is a volcano when there is a crack in the earth and that lava has decided i'm coming out i see it coming out like that drilling its way out from under the earth drilling its way out from under the white house lawn it's like a drill bit as if someone who was underground had a, a drill bit machine there's a machine with a very big spinning head and i see the white house lawn churning the grass chopping the perfect grass spinning off flying clods of grass flying as some kind of thing digs its way out from under the lawn. And I see the White House sitting there and this big machine is poking its way out from under the soil. That's how the evidence is going to come out. More evidence than you want to see, America. More than some of your hearts are ready to deal with. You want the truth? You will get the truth. You want the truth? You always want to claim where's the proof? You'll get proof. You'll get proof until you throw up with it. You'll get detail until you can't stand it. And then you will know that God is not mocked. You will sit in silence as your gods are made naked. And after that, the grave. Then you will know. I said, thou shalt have no other gods before me. That is the word of the Lord. I am God alone and you worship me only. That is the word of the Lord.